today I'm at Northlands in Potter's Bar in the garden of their lovely home and I'm with our um, latest project manager uh, who is called Margie Gilding. That's correct. Margie Gilding, yes? Yeah. And uh, how long have you been with us now? Just on a month. A month? A month. So yeah. I'm still a very newbie. Yeah. I'm the baby of magic life. Mm -hmm. How have you settled in? It's been a roller coaster, yeah. and I kind of felt that I was possibly um, having an initiation test <laughs> with everything happening so quickly, but it's not. It's just how magic life appears to work yeah. in, in when there's voids in services. So, yeah, I kind of understand that. Yeah, because um, there was an opening here, um, and it needed filling pretty quick, didn't it? It did, from what I'm told, yes. So there's been a lot of work going on in the background prior to me working for, for Magic Life. Um, I think that I've been involved in a few meetings since joining um, regarding a potential new person moving in this week um, who is due to come on Friday. Mm -hmm. So all being well, fingers crossed, that transition's gonna go quite smoothly mm -hmm. and the new lady will join us as of tomorrow. Cool. So. Um, how did you get involved? Tell me a little bit about your your career as such. Have you always okay. been in social care? So, um, I've worked in social care for over 20 years. I started in 1989 as a waking night support worker. Um, I've only ever worked for two companies for health and social care prior to coming to Magic Life. Um, they were all very learning disability, um, so working somewhere new with mental health is a bit of a new career path for me. Um, I've worked with people that have had some parts of mental health, but predominantly it was all learning disability and different spectrums of learning disability from Down syndrome, uh, Mosaic Down syndrome, uh, Rett syndrome, and, and other, mm. you know, autism, but very mild autism. So I have a lot of knowledge on lots of little things, um, you know, and I think working in health and social care, I find it really rewarding. I think every day is a different day and I'm coming in to work with something completely different because you never know what's occurred overnight when you last left to what you're coming into now. So the company I work for have only really been learning disabilities, as I've said. We, I, working in them, I was made redundant from both of those, those homes. Um, and that's what brought me here to Magic Life. Did you, um, did you look for, for the position on, how did you find us? Or okay, was you so introduced? I found you by um, going to a couple of agencies. Okay and they then um, tweaked my CV from all of my jobs that I've done within health and social care, and they um, put me in touch with RAF. Oh, okay. I had an interview um, and on a Wednesday, I think it was, and by Thursday, I'd found out that I was successful within my position. Excellent. But within working within health and social care, I've done a variety of jobs. It's never just been management. I've worked uh, waking night support. I've worked in the day centres. I've worked as a senior and a deputy and then a manager. I've worked in residential. I've worked in supported living. So it's a vast amount of knowledge over those years of working 
Yeah. I hope that makes sense to yes, say that with yeah. people. Of because course. there's I think you've got to kind of work your way out. If you want to be promoting, you want to be a different person, you want to invite in, in enhance your own career, you've got to take those steps. And you know, having the support from different people within my working time has helped me to progress to where I am now. Mm. I did eventually become a registered manager and that was a really important thing for me as a manager because I was accountable. At times it was also frightening because I think to myself, if something went wrong, I'm the person that's accountable for that. I could get myself in trouble because of something that's happened and that was really fearful. So I always tried to maintain that whatever we did, it never jeopardised that. But I know coming here under the, the, the way in which Magic Life works, we have one registered manager and that's Eamon. And we are project managers for all of the different mm -hmm. services. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm happy with that because someone else is there to also take on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. My responsibility is making sure that this home at Northlands is enables people, promotes people, it helps them to achieve their goals, however big or small those goals are. We know that you know, people have got different disabilities, some people are staying here long term, some people are staying here short term, yeah. but whatever it is that we do, we're doing it collectively as a team. I'm just the manager, That I'm not just a manager, don't get me wrong in saying that, but I'm just the manager that will help people to yeah. get where they need to and take on kind of the role for the authorities, helping sure funding secured, along with RAF, yeah. and getting people in to make sure that we're a safe service. Have you always been in this type of career, or did you do something before that? When I was very young, I worked at Tesco's. Right. And I used to help sh fill the shelves. Okay. It was a job, that's because I had a young family, you know, but my children grew up, hence why I started wake doing waking nights, because yeah. I could Gave sleep when they was at school. Yeah. So I did that and then I just continued to develop my career. Have you had um have you always had sort of a uh, a passion for helping people? I have. If I'm honest, when I left school I wanted to be a nursery nurse. All oh, right. Okay. I really always wanted to do that because I have I really love being around children. Yeah. But I think working in health and social care, I kind of get where the individuals are because of their ability and their mindset which might be much younger than what mine is yeah and i think that everyone has a huge potential to achieve a goal and it whatever that little goal is i hope that i've given them that ability yeah. to move to where they want to be yeah i suppose do you think being a mother helps you it that. could do, it could do, um, you know, I'm a mum, I'm a grandmum, well I'm not even a, I'm a nan, a I'm nan. not a granny, a yeah. granny to me is an older person, yeah. but, and I don't feel that old. I'm young at heart, yeah. you know, I've got, my children are grown up, they've mm -hmm. got their own lives with their own children, but I think it does help you kind of have your feet firmly on the ground, mm -hmm. if that makes sense to yeah, say, because if I'm grounded, then I think that gives me that I'm the trunk to a tree that holds it together and then it branches to wherever it yeah. needs to be and I think that's kind of my only way to kind of describe it really yeah yeah I'm, I'm the firm person do you translate that into your work as well I hope so I hope I do you know I believe in leading I think leading people 
and giving the staff the encouragement to do what they can do. Everyone here, there's a huge skill set here of different things that people have got a lot more knowledge on than I have. So why for me to struggle when they've got that knowledge, they can help me to where I need to be. So it is about not just me, where there's no I in team. I think, you know, we are a team and we will work collectively together to yeah. achieve what we need. And I think also have being very consistent, having a real consistent approach into what you're doing, where everyone works the same way. Mm. I think um, some of the people we support require and need a, a sort of a, a routine and consistency. And once they see that consistent level and, um, and that support of encouragement, they yeah. normally thrive. It's the, the in uncertainties that they struggle with at times. I think we all have need consistency in our life. You and I, we, we're no different to the people we're supporting, if we're honest. We're all adults and we all need a consistent approach. I have a set routine every day. Mm. You know, I can't function myself if I don't do my set routines. Mm -hmm. So routine, especially for people with autism, it's really important that there's a routine there for them. They need to know what it is they've got to do. And I think if you change any of that routine, you'll find that that's when you get the resistance and the barriers come up because mm. they're unclear, because they're so used to having a strict routine. Strict is a bit of a big word, but I think it, it does come down to doing it step by step. And it, if it makes it strict, then that's how it has to be. Yeah. Because that's what's right for that one person. Now that one person, you do that to the next person, it might be completely different. Yeah. And it actually then doesn't work for that person. So you then have to find a slightly different way to do the same things, but it has to be just tweaked. tweaked. a bit for them. Yeah. You have to sort of base your, um, your support to the person's needs right yeah and I think we have to be holistic we have to have a holistic approach to what we're doing because there's many people involved in one person's life in health and social care it's you've got your doctors you've got your dentist you've got your health, social worker you've got your therapist you've got me you've got others we have to have our goal is to make their needs met and they're to be at the heart of what we're doing we just all have to tie in mm -hmm. it's like as an old as a child i used to draw a sun with a smiley face and lots of points coming out of it yeah that's how i see a holistic approach because we're all trying to beam and be for that one person yeah and having to work together and if you don't have that then then the foundations get lost yeah do you enjoy working in this? I'm really passionate about what yeah. I do. Do you have fun with it? I do. I think I love going out and about. Yesterday, for instance, we went to the park. We all got on the swings. We all got on the slides. We did, we, we did games. We were competing against each other. It was great fun. If you were to um, promote social care as a career, what would you say to people? Come and do it, because I find it really rewarding. No, as I mentioned earlier, no two days are the same. Every day is different. And I still feel, even though I've got all these years of knowledge behind me, I learn something new every day. And I think that to me is rewarding in itself. And I would recommend anyone come and work 
for Magic Life because they're, from what I've been seeing and what I've experienced in just these four weeks I've been here is how supportive they are. They want what's right for the individuals living in their properties or their homes. And I think I've asked for things quite quickly. You know, our house now, as of tomorrow, will have four ladies in it. I think when people first moved in, there was only ever two, it went to three, back to two. Now we've got four, we don't have enough space. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough little things like a fridge space. Putting a new fridge in has helped because then we've got more space. Mm -hmm. I do feel that um, Magic Life really does support um, their managers and their staff, you know, to embed mm. themselves in the, with all the training courses that we provide. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, my job uh, is part of, you know, promoting what we do mm. uh, and how we do it and also uh, encouraging new people to join our organisation yeah. and not just our organisation but social care yeah. as, as a general because there's a bit of a, a shortage of people. I was asked at my interview and, and you know Raf can back that up if he chooses to but he did ask me if I knew of anyone that would be willing to come and work here. Yeah. The people that I worked with don't live within this area and would struggle to travel. Yeah. But I still know that if I could bring them here to Magic Life, they would love it. Yeah. And I really do think that. I think generally there is, um, what I'm trying to promote is how rewarding working in social care can be. And, and as you said at the, the top of the, the chat, is that every day is really different. And, and what, when I've had chats with other people, you know, you can pretty much make your own day. Course, you know, yeah. you can do whatever yeah. you want. You know, yeah. obviously it's led by the service users, but you know, it doesn't have to be a, a mundane life. You can do exactly what you want to do, yeah. push the boundaries a bit, get them to explore their limits, and then, you know, go yeah. from there. So I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I don't disagree with that, because I think you can. I think uh, as a manager at the moment, being a project manager, I'm doing hands-on and I'm also doing the paperwork site. So I'm getting to do it all. Yeah. Sometimes as managers, we just sit in the office and then we're not engaging with people. Mm. You know, I go over and above hours that I should and I never think, I don't think twice about that. You know, if the service needs me, if you need me to be hands-on, then I step up and do that. I'm not afraid if someone has a, a, an epileptic seizure in the bath that I wouldn't stand behind that person to make sure they didn't drown. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't sound, I don't think I'll ever experience that here, but I've done it. Mm -hmm. In my previous jobs, I've done it. You know, in supported living, I, I worked for a 22 bedded unit that we then closed and made 22 flats. Yeah. That was a huge, a Lost. huge, yeah. a huge thing that we had to do. Yeah, you know, and people that I felt would exceed in living on their own struggled. Mm -hmm. But it was the people that I didn't expect to then exceed living on their own that excelled. Okay, and they achieved so much more. Why, why do you think that was? I think it was just because they didn't know anything different. And I think, why do you want to live in a great big home for twenty-two people? Yeah. There is not your own space. If you want to walk around with no clothes on, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. You know, they couldn't have done that in a 22-bedded unit that was yeah. shared. Right. So, you know, you can you can do whatever much you want in your own home. Yeah. If you want to live in a home that you believe you want to leave it untidy, 
that's your choice. Yeah. And it is about their choices. Yeah. I suppose that's really where, you know, um, mm. we are a supported living company, which mm. is supporting people Absolutely. in living their own lives. Yeah, because we're not caring. Yeah, but we're promoting a positive lifestyle. Yeah. Um, to make the best choices for themselves, you know, mm. uh, and also to achieve complete independence is the ultimate aim but obviously for some people that's you know not a reality well i say that there has been some times i've been shocked at you know i never expected that person to be able to be completely independent mm. and we've got them to that point mm. so um you know we're here just to help them on their on their path and just guide them in yeah. the right direction. I think for me, in, within my career, there was one gentleman that always springs to mind that he lived in this home and he really never wanted to. He really wanted to live on his own. And we did a huge amount of work with him to then find him a flat. Mm -hmm. And he just excelled. He loved it, you know. I also have worked with two people, sadly, no longer here, but they really wanted to get married. Okay. And people that have got a learning disability, you might not expect them to get married. And mm -hmm. we fought really hard with the families. This is their decision. This is their choice. They have the capacity to make those choices. Of course. So we did a lot of work. And even on, we, we had a hen party and a stag party for them. Because <laughs> right. why not? Yeah, they loved it. They loved it, you know. And we went out and helped them buy their wedding clothes. We had a guest list. Okay. We just planned it as how, you How did I. you feel about that? How did oh, I was very proud. Yeah? Very proud that I was very much involved in, in yeah. that. You know, we hired, she actually had it as a gift, but somebody worked in a car garage that had a Rolls Royce. Oh, they right. gave her a Rolls Royce for the day. You know, that doesn't happen. But even on the day of the wedding, the registrar had to double check they had the capacity to consent and understand what wedding a wedding was yeah you know that doesn't happen often yeah in anyone's career mm -hmm. it's very hard but yeah what an achievement yeah that was their common goal how That's did that make they, you feel it was it was very exciting and i i have to say i think i was very proud yeah to to be ever have been asked to be involved in in dealing with that and it was tough at times especially with the resistance from family members and i think sometimes in in our line of work families are the biggest concern yeah. because they want what's best for their individual sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, whoever they are, but they then can't grasp what you're trying to do. Yeah. So you get that resistance. From mm -hmm. I suppose it must be hard for the family at times because, you know, they've it's their son and daughter and they want to protect them as best as, not, as they know. And yeah. they've... Uh, been in that situation all their lives and then to sort of release control to someone else and mm. we're sort of coming from the viewpoint of independence and yeah. achieving more and you know maybe a, a, a natural position for a, a family member is to I protect. Think, I think that's why I get it. I get why parents behave like that. I'm a parent so I always want what's best for my son and daughter. Mm -hmm. You know I want them to achieve in life so but it is hard because it's also quite frightening. Mm -hmm. And I understand that's what I think the parents we work with are. They're quite frightened of that letting go. It's like, you, you know, you're tied to your mother's apron string, mm -hmm. aren't you? Well, I'm sure you remember. I don't you know, know how old your children are, but 
you know, when my, my daughter was coming of the age of independence, it was very difficult to let go. Mm. You know, in even the first baby steps of them traveling on the bus or going into town or mm. London or of whatever course. it was. Massive, you know, it's massive uh, anxiety that comes over a parent because, well, they're going to be okay. But, you know, when, when someone has maybe learning disabilities, for that family member to sort of release control mm. of them to someone else, it's difficult. Oh, I, I get that. Yeah. I, I do believe it is. And I think that's why they can sometimes resist yeah. you doing things to help that person to achieve because they're frightened if they don't maybe know the, that there's risk assessments in place. They might not understand, you know, you give them a time scale to go somewhere and get back. You know, there's all of that that is added in those risks. That's what we do as, yeah. as a project, as a manager, as, as Magic Lie. You know, those things are not just done on a spare of a moment. Mm -hmm. They are done and they're done correctly with a lot of planning and thought. And having that conversation with the individuals, sometimes I think families forget that those individuals have got voices and they need to be heard. Mm. And that's what we do. Yeah. In health and social care, we become that link to help them to have their voices. Yeah. You know, you've got the other organisations, you've got, you know, the advocates, they can be involved very much so. You know, and it's it's just getting other people involved. Yeah, yeah. And helps to help the family, I think. What's been, um, got any stories of one of your biggest successes? Have you got something that you're particularly proud of? For me, yeah. in my, just in myself, and I suppose obviously supporting a person to get married, that, yeah. that was a big thing for me. Supporting someone to live on their own for the very first time was another big thing. But in my, my for me, my level five in my training, in my work ethics, yeah. my registered managers award, they were big achievements. They might not seem a lot, but for some yeah. people they are. No, I mean, I think any, yeah. a, any um, you know, um, mm. achievement needs to be met with joy and excitement and proud you know you, yeah. when you've achieved something yeah. that maybe you didn't expect you could have done yeah you know and you've put the time in and the effort in um and this is what we promote within our company you know yeah. training you, you get all these different qualifications as you go along yeah. um and it makes you more uh, you feel more competent that you know I you do. can take yeah, care of Yeah, because I think you know, for me, just coming here, I've done a few courses. I mean, I've got a huge amount of courses behind me, but just coming here, doing the, you know, the suicide training that's linked to that. You know, yeah. the um, the self harm, mm -hmm. if you want it. That's the word it was. You know, that covered all of that. I wouldn't have thought of anything like that because I never had to deal with it. Now yeah. I've got a better knowledge of it yeah. by having that. And it makes me feel competent that I now know if I was to come across something, I can think, well, actually, in the training it said this. Yeah. And this is how, you know, you don't panic mm. if you find something. So going back into sort of getting people into this career, um, if, if you think, you know, you're young, maybe... Uh, 20 year old, you've experienced some bits and pieces of work and you're looking for a career, but you may have not had much direction. Social care can actually lead into many, many avenues. I think so. Know? I mean, I've, I've worked with people previously that have come from university. You know, they haven't got a lot of knowledge behind them, but they've got really good values. And I think if you have those values and you know what it is, how to 
respond, how to respect, how to treat people, then this is a, a career for you because yeah. you don't necessarily have to have the experience. Experience comes with your learning yeah. and you can you very much learn working in health and social care on the job. Yeah. You need you know, to do it, don't you? I, I believe you need to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's I, not, it's I not something you can learn, really. I can't say I've not not enjoyed what I do. I've had bad times, but I've also um, really, really enjoyed coming every day. Yeah. I get, I'm motivated to get up every day and come out and work yeah. because my days are so very different. Yeah. Um, are you are you local then? Are you where are you based roughly? I was actually born in Whetstone, in oh, okay. Barnet. So yeah. I've certainly been a, a Hertfordshire girl for yeah. many, well, for a long time. Um, my parents were born in Barnet and Whetstone. So All right, so I'm you very are sort of quite a local very person. Local yeah. person. Do you still live locally? I do. Yeah, All right, just past the high street. All right, brilliant. Yeah. So it's not not, not a not a mission then. Not a mission. Yeah. Fifteen minutes, ten minutes. So once you've settled down a bit, you've got any uh, activities planned or any trips planned? There are some trips, I think, to get people out. We've got people that want to now go out swimming because yeah. the weather's nice. Um, I think last night they was talking to go to a water park, okay. but not just one person. I think there was a group of okay. people. That's great if that's yeah. what they want to do. I think for here, people don't want to just go off out and do things. They they need to plan it. You okay. know, I think we know that we have Mo. He, yeah. he's, he's brilliant. He'll come. We, we can book him to come off and take people to these different places. But I think for this house, you have to plan it. Right. And then you have to work with that person. Yeah. Because that's what they need. A lot of anxieties leading yeah. up to it. You can't just say, right, we're going to the swimming pool today, get your stuff. Yeah. You can't just do that. You have to say, right, next Wednesday, we remember we're going to be going swimming. Yeah. So we need to be ready by this time in order because Mo's coming to pick us up. Yeah. Well, as I said, it's sort of pretty much our time's up now. Really? Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't that bad, was it? No, no. it feels like it, my interview with Ray. It was, yeah, I, yeah, I felt like I didn't really get to know the uh, the Margie, personal Margie, just more uh, work Probably because I, yeah. I don't always share things like that. But I'm, right. a, I'm a mum with two children, um, both grown up. Um, my son's in his 40s and my daughter's coming into her 30s. I've got two, two, four grandchildren and three step-grandchildren. Wow. So, you know, so, yeah, so it's a bit of a full house Busy, sometimes. busy, busy. Yeah, my, I've got a son and a daughter. So Lovely. I've got one of each. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, I live with my partner. Um, we've been together many years. We've still not you, you taken that You don't have to tell knot. me all these. <laughs> oh, we've, not, we've not tied the knot oh, yet. You, you need one to, day we you will. You don't need to tie the knot. Nah. Just, I'm, I'm happy as I am, to yeah, be really honest. Put them on the I leash. love cruising. I don't know if that's a real... What's cruising? Cruising. Going on a, on a cruise. On a oh, holiday. Right. <laughs> yeah, cruising. Cruising. Going yeah, on going a cruise. Going on cruises. Have you done any? I've done... I've just come back from my fourth oh, really? cruise. Yeah. My first cruise was in Turkey. And yeah. all around Turkey. My second cruise was to Jamaica. Wow. My third was to Barbados. Wow. And my last cruise, which we just came back before I started Magic Life, was around Croatia, Italy and Greece. Wow, lovely. Every day you're going to a new port. You've got no idea how that's going to be until you wake up 
at the dockside nice. of what you're going to then experience. So that's, that's your passion, amazing. is it? Yeah, dolphins is another passion of mine. Swimming okay. with dolphins, that's an amazing experience. Yeah. And a real passion of mine, because I admire them because they swim so deeply and yeah. I can't. All right. So that's okay. why I like them. So. So you try, yeah. Margie's trying to become a dolphin. I don't want to be a dolphin. Uh, I just admire them because you love they're them. just, yeah, just very chilled. Well, so. thanks very much for having a chat with me today. You're giving me a bit of an insight into who you are and welcome to the team. Thank you. And um, yeah, maybe we'll do it again. Maybe. You Maybe in Wait. a few months' time or more, once I get myself. Once, we'll, we'll have a, a bit yeah, more that'd settled. be fun. We'll see. I'll catch you right at the beginning of your your journey with us, and yeah. then maybe in six, seven months' time, we'll have another chat and see, maybe. you know, what your achievements have been <laughs> and what yeah, your aspirations are. Yeah, why not? Let's are. let's do that. That'll be a date. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. right. We'll put it in the calendar. Yeah. Not yet though. All right, Margie. <laughs> thanks very much. You're very welcome. I much appreciated. Pleasure to meet you. See you later. You will do. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.